You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Uh, here we go. We do a podcast for you. It is a new year. It's 2024. And before we get off, Al, I have to, I have to just got to remind me. There's one story that I found that I think will blow your mind that we have to get to before we wrap things up oh, today. Okay, fair enough, Jerry. So I'll do this once and I will never do this again. Happy New Year, Al. Happy New Year to you, That's Jerry. it. Done. No one cares. I went to a um, this place in uh, New Jersey called the Butcher Block. Yeah, sure. It's a famous like Very steakhouse. expensive, right? Yeah, first of all. I could never get in there. Every I tried to booking a table okay. every time I go so on you there. Go? So <laughs> Gina's ex-husband got us a gift card for there. How nice. Yeah, very nice. So I said to Gina, I go, well, we're going to have to book for lunch. Time out. Her ex-husband got you Christmas gift? That's correct. What? Yeah, very nice. That's a great amicable, amicable divorce. Okay, yeah. wonderful. He I... always gets us a gift card for a uh, restaurant down near us. That is wonderful. Always very nice. That's very nice. All right, continue. I'm sorry. So I said, oh, we'll go there for lunch because I heard that the way you get a a, a um, reservation is you go for lunch and then when you're leaving, they'll, they'll book you for dinner. Oh, interesting. Okay. But she randomly looked while we were driving in the car. She goes, I got Friday at 530. I go, all right, let's book it. Wow. So one, uh, they go there. It's um, valet parking, which I was prepared for. And I parked a mile away, Jerry, because I don't go for valet parking. She was not happy. Done. Well, I already told her when we were driving there. I go, listen, I go, this place has valet parking written all over it. Okay. I said, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> she goes, well, then you're dropping me off. I go, yes, I am dropping you off, but I am not giving my cart. That was one of those things. COVID, I thought, was going to kill valet parking. Yeah, no, everything's back. It's everything's not, back. Everything's back. Handshakes. Yes. Valet Al, parking. I was, at, I was at, before you continue, yeah. the Rutgers-Mississippi State game was at uh, was at the, the, the Prudential Center last Saturday. Now, remember, I wasn't, that week, I didn't feel great, right? I was up, I was down, I felt yeah. wonderful. So that Friday, when we left for the weekend, I went home, and as I was driving home, I felt horrendous, like it was getting worse. 
So I actually made a phone call to see if I could get someone to cover me. Like, I was literally trying to get out of the Rutgers game because I felt so awful. There was no one around. Like, I couldn't. So I got to a point, I'm like, all right, well, I got to do this. What do I do? When I got home, I slept 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., got up, had dinner at like 6, felt exhausted again, slept 7 to 7, got up. Damn. Felt better, but not great. Went to the Rutgers game. Everybody would come up. Say, ah, no, I'm, I'm not feeling great. I'm like, oh, it's okay. But, yeah, they I don't care. just told you I don't feel well, and they're still trying to shake your hand. Yeah. Like, what? That is shocking to me that the handshaking. I know. Came I thought back. we were done with it. All yep. right. So the valet has never gone away. It's back. It's back. So I didn't park. I didn't valet park, which was fine. I found the spot. All good. Then we get in there. And you have to first go and meet the um, the uh, a waiter who's going to tell you about the cuts of meats they have. Right. You have to meet with them? Yeah, like you go into a room and they go, this is the ribeye. We You're get kidding. this from uh, okay. Montana. This is the Wagyu. We get this from Iowa Snake River. It's funny. They don't do that at Chili's. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. And I knew, by the way, I knew I was in for it when, I, when this oh, yeah. happened. I was like, okay. Yeah. Then I get, then they seated us, Jerry. In what I felt was the, mm, uh oh, the the like, you're not famous type area. You were like in a back room or something. No, right next to the refrigerator with the meats <laughs> right behind me. <laughs> Clear refrigerator door. Okay, but in the restaurant. In the restaurant, That's yeah. All right. But I was like, this doesn't feel right. And I got to tell you, the other two-seater people who were coming in and yeah. sitting down also felt like, are we supposed to be here? Because it was like in a hallway where the where the, uh, well, the kitchen refrigerator was. was. No, oh, where the refrigerator okay. was. Okay. But then I realized in walking around the place, there were a lot, like, the, it's just a weird layout. Yeah, so yeah. all the tables look like they're in the way. Okay. Like, if you want to go to the bathroom, you're dodging tables. Got it. Dodging, dodging, dodging. Then the... Um, the menu is not divided up into appetizers, meat. It's just all bunch of things. Oh. And you do have to determine whether that's an appetizer or not. Is there prices on the menu? There are. Okay. The steak section. They have like a regular steak sh- section, which I don't think they want you ordering from. I think they want you ordering from the aged steak section. Okay. And then there was the Wagyu section. The aged steak section and the Wagyu section is priced per pound. Oh, boy. But you don't go like, I'd take a pound and a quarter of a steak. I go, how do you, how do we know how big the meat is? The guy goes, oh, well, well we do the cut, we measure it, and then I come out and I show you what, it, how much it is and what it weighs. And So we had... I'm they, already not liking this. Yeah, I was already, I was confused, Jerry. So I uh, we had, we had a... Gina's husband, ex-husband, got us a hundred fifty dollars gift card. Okay. When they came we out, got appetizers. When they came out, my cut of steak was one forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I had her text her ex-husband. I go, see if Scott will send us another card. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> she texted him to let him know we were using the gift card. Al wants to know, can you send another? <laughs> So, I will tell you this. Gina doesn't drink. Right. I had two beers, okay. two, two draft beers. Right. We shared one appetizer. Okay. We each got a steak. Right. We shared one side. 
Was it a good size, like the side, like a shareable, or you just... It no, a... yeah, it was a regular, yeah, a shareable okay. size. So, shared one appetizer, right. shared one side. Each got a steak. I had two draft beers. Okay. Let she me... had zero drinks. Zero drinks. Had water, right? She had water. Right. Um, Then for dessert, she had a cappuccino. Okay. And I had a coffee. Okay. That was No it. cake, no, no food. No cake, no food. All right, so I would say... If I was going to a regular steakhouse, yeah, and I clear this is gonna be way off because you already told me what your cut of meat was, but yeah. I would think fifty to sixty dollars per steak. I'm gonna say sixty per steak, which would be one twenty. I would say the appetizer we're probably looking in the fifteen to twenty dollars. I'll say twenty bucks. I go high end. That'd be take us to one forty. I would go with the uh, with the side twelve dollars, thirteen dollars. That would take me to 152. Did you do my two beers yet? No. Okay. The two beers I'm going to say were import uh, Stella's, Stella's on tap. All right, so I'm going to say on tap. I'm going to say nine dollars each for those. So that's eighteen. So I'm at 152. I'm at 170. A coffee and a cappuccino, three dollars and eight dollars. I'm going to say one. Honestly, I would a, a meal like that to me with tip. I'm looking at 220. Okay. For two people. Right. With tip, it was four twenty. Wow, four twenty. Now I had a hundred fifty dollars gift card. Crap, which I then used. That's a lot of money with no alcohol and no, and honestly, no dessert. No dessert. Coffee's not a dessert. And I'm sitting in the refrigerator practically. That's insane. It was crazy. And Jerry, I am not. I am not here to hear anybody. I don't want to hear that the economy is. This you the place is packed. Can't get in here. I, I, I know. I, I know. You man. can't get in. You can't get in any restaurant. All I was thinking, man, if you were there on an early date, like you know, you're dating somebody, yeah, sure. you're gonna get crushed because you go there with a date and she's drinking wine. She's drinking or a couple wines, vodka drinks, and you don't want to seem cheap, so you each get an appetizer. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, you're probably in goodness. for seven hundred dollars. Yeah, and I'm not even joking when I say that. If you ended up with Let's say you each had three real drinks. Yeah. Not a beer. I mean, like, three drinks that cost. I mean, I go, when I go to Barrel and Roost, I get the, the whether it's Casamigos or, that's really, yeah, I'm trying to think. I've had a gin and tonic, but, like, if I get the Casamigos over ice with a little bit of cranberry juice, and I mean, it's $19. So a place like that is probably $25 per drink. And if we each get three of them over a two, two-hour and 15-minute yeah. meal, I mean, right there, I just spent $150 Without tax and tip on drinks. It's insane. It really is insane. It was crazy. The waiter was great. The That's guy, good. He he could tell we were flustered by the menu, yeah, the sure. poundage, and all, we were sitting in the refrigerator. Like, yeah. He was, answer, he was very good. The food was incredible. Okay. So those two things. Let me ask you. I, this is a serious question. You've been to Char. Yeah. I think Char is outstanding. Delicious. Not prices like that, though. Right. It's expensive, but not like that. Is it that much better? No. See, see, I don't think so. I wouldn't think so either. Right. So so Gina got the filet mignon. Okay. Which, when you get in a regular restaurant, it's like $45 yeah. to $49. Mm-hmm. Hers was $88. Mm. That had an actual price on it on okay. the menu. But, yeah, I mean, it was really good. But I've had really good steaks. At other restaurants. In a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that was great. Gina goes to the waiter. How do we get a reservation next time? The guy goes, Oh, since you've dined with us now, 
go right up in the front and make a reservation. Gina goes, we got to do that. Go, I'm not coming back here. <laughs> Without a gift card. I go, you know, I'm coming back here. My retirement party in five years. This is not a place you go on Saturday night just for Saturday night. Oh, this is going to be every other week now for Al and Gina. No way. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's all because now you'd be talking about spending the four fifty. I mean, how much was it with tip? Four twenty with tip. Four twenty with tip. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know how you cut down on that either. No, no way. You know, if anything, it increases if you have an extra beer because you know how much it's going to cost you, or <laughs> or you actually get a dessert. Yes. I mean, my God. I know it's unbelievable. Well, I know it's a great place. I've heard that too. That's a lot of money. I, I definitely wanted to go, and it was cool to go there. Yeah. And and, and uh, but I just don't know how people are just. And they were, Jerry, they were a ton of young it's gotta, couples. Uh, this is, it's got to be credit cards. It, it wasn't like, it wasn't be. like tons of like uh, 65 year olds that that have cash. This no, was like I don't, couples in their 30s rolling in there. I don't, uh, unless all these people are hedge fund investors, which yes. they're not. I mean, let's be, they're not. I don't understand how anybody's paying their mortgage. I really don't. Like I, the, the property taxes continue to go up and up and up. Interest rates are through the roof. I have a friend of mine that just bought a house. He's paying eight percent or something like that. Meantime, mine is two and a quarter because I refinanced when I could. And I'm looking at the house he bought, which, and this sounds crazy too. It was six hundred thousand dollars. It's a very modest home. Nice house. Don't get me wrong. Very modest though. I'm like, you paid five eighty eight for this, like, and at eight percent. Yeah. Like your mortgage has got to be like forty. He's like, he's like a yeah, forty four hundred or whatever he said. I'm like. And I know what he does. This is what I don't understand. I I don't know. It's got to be credit. It's got to be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I mean, you go, you try and get a reservation for dinner on a Friday or a Saturday night. And uh, yeah, you can always walk into a chain restaurant. Even those, by the way, even some of those. Like you go to Texas Roadhouse, you got to wait an hour. You want to go to Hands, you got to wait. But some of these other places you can get in. But most of these restaurants, like you want to go to Barrel and Roost? You got to make that appointment a week in advance or forget it. You got no chance. Right. Even the place. Um, oh, come on. He was just here um, in, in Middletown, Red Bank. Uh, you were there with us. Wow. I'm blanking out on the it. Italian. Place. He owns Patricia's yeah. over easy. Anyhow, Gabriella's Gabriella's. You want to go to Gabriella's today's Tuesday. You want to go Friday? Yeah. You know what? Try for next Friday. And these places aren't cheap. Right. And they're packed. Packed, yes. Wild And stuff. I love going out. I do. Yeah. But two things I've learned. One, it keeps me fat. There's no question about it, especially when I've been cooking very bl- more blander uh, at home. And then we like we went out. Joseph got injured um, in basketball the other day. So we, we were kind of homebound. We couldn't do anything uh, for New Year's. But he was also bored. He's like, can we just go somewhere to grab something to eat quickly? I'm like, sure. Now, I had been eating. Forget Christmas Eve. That was a disaster with the food. For the most part, been cooking and eating very well. Man, we went to we went to Chili's. I figured it'd be easy. Six o'clock, nobody will be there, and it was. It was quiet. I got the shrimp fajitas. That's it. I said you can even keep the uh, tortilla. Don't want them. All I ate was shrimp, rice, and black beans. As soon as I started eating, the the salt, the I mean, it was great. An hour afterwards, I felt like crap. I love going out. But I don't go with that much because of that. And also the price has become a little crazy. Yeah. A little the, crazy. The prices of, of, of going out is crazy. Yeah. And then you just start to, when you're in the process of doing it, 
you start to try to justify it, right? Oh, for sure. And so as I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to cost me. I'm like, you know what? It's vacation week. That's true. We didn't go anywhere. That is true. This is po- this is kind of like going somewhere. But in the same thing, as I walk away, I could have been like, I could have had an iPad. Yeah. I could have bought an iPad with could've this. could have bought a 70-inch screen TV. <laughs> I could have bought a 70-inch TV. Yeah, I know. Instead, I, know. I had a couple steaks. And, and it was gone. And boy, I got to tell you, that is not a place for vegans. There was just raw oh, meat yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Well, those steakhouses are. Yeah. They're now, it's like in Texas. When I go to Texas, um, not that I've gone there. Well, we went on vacation, but I didn't get there for the Cowboys this year. But in the past, we got to dinner and you go to some of these steakhouses. I mean, they love to tell you about how they slaughter animals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just whacked the bull out there. I was also then thinking about our waiter. And I was like, what's this guy making tonight? A lot. Oh, my gosh. A lot. Now, he's got to share that. He doesn't get all of it. Yeah, but. yeah. But now we're also trying to think how many times is he turning over our table because we had a 5.30 reservation. Okay. So Done we figured. 7.30? Yeah. But what was weird? I kind of feel like because uh, if we had 5.30 reservation, maybe by 7.30 or 8 o'clock yeah. they could flip it. Yeah. Oh, they then flip it quick. But then they're probably only flipping it one more time if the place closes mm, at. I don't know about that. You get a 9.30 reservation in there. That's it, though. Yeah. And, and I, I was, was trying to figure out how many tables he was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if on, and if you just assume 20% on, so 420, so what was your bill? Like three, 420, 80. What was your bill? I know, like his bill I know his tip was like 70 bucks. Yeah. So your bill right? was like 350. Yeah. So you got a $70 tip. Let's say he's working three tables at a time. So, and I'm not, not most people probably have more alcohol than you guys do. Yeah, so for those sure. bills are probably more. Right, right, right. So you got to figure he's turning over 260, right? Yeah, probably 260 every two hours. So I would say if he ends up with three, um, three cycles, that's probably eight hundred bucks. And how many he's people got to share. you think he's got to share that with? Well, yeah, I'm sure he's got some sort of a helper. You got the bus boys. The bartender gets a small, a small little. My, and that my, guy who was explaining the different cuts of meat. To oh me. yeah, they all get a little bit of a share. But I'll bet you out of out of the eight hundred dollars, if that's what it is, my guess is he probably walks away with sixty five percent of it. Damn. He probably he's probably made five hundred bucks that night. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, sure. All cash too. All cash, right? All cash. And you work a Friday, Saturday. Yeah, but that's the trade off, though. Right. You want to make that money? I don't. I'm sure you can go there on a Tuesday and it's busy, but not like a Friday or a right. Saturday. You want to make that kind of money? You got to be there on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Because even if you let's say even people go out on a Wednesday, yeah. they might not be having three drinks. No, no. I think it's down as way. I I would think the bills come down. During the week. But then again, I don't know if anybody works anymore either. So so that's got to be a very difficult job to get then, like to be a waiter or waitress at a high-end place, right? It's like what we always talk about. If you're going to do real estate, why don't you just sell million-dollar homes? Right. Why not easy to get the jobs? Right. Uh, I would think so. But then again, you know, everybody you talk to that owns restaurants say it's really hard to keep employees. People don't work. And I'm mm. not saying maybe that's high-end. Maybe, maybe a place like that doesn't have that issue. But, and I, again, I'm not talking about TGI Fridays. Some of these restaurants like that are in the middle that are, you know, a bill is still going to be pretty expensive, but not quite. They're still having press staffing problems. Yeah. I should ask them what famous people have come through. Yeah. I'm sure a lot. Well, I first saw that place on uh, Jersey Shore. Oh, is that the true? The Jersey Shore people. Went yeah, I don't there. watch it. Oh, it was, yeah, from even a years couple ago. years ago. So. I just know because our friends wanted to go. We had a, we had three other couples where we were going out um, a lot for a while. And one of the husbands said we should go there. And then one of our other friends 
in the group said, have you seen those prices? You know what a bill <laughs> with the eight of us will be with the alcohol? Oh. It'll be two grand. Yeah. Let's pass. And we did. Yeah. We actually did pass on that. Uh, did you see this uh, biker gang versus Ian Ziering, the actor? I saw the headline. I yeah. didn't read it. Yeah, it was weird because the headline seemed very scary. Okay. And then I finally even was like, TMZ has the video. I, yeah. like, I don't think I want to see this video. I don't think I want to see Ian Ziering Get getting ass kicked. beat up by a biker gang. It sounded very scary. Yeah. Then I was reading a little bit more, and it seemed as though he jumped out of his car first. Oh, really? So I was like, all right, now I'm interested. So I guess this, what they called a biker gang, Jerry, they were on little motorcycles. You ever know those little yeah, motorcycles? Yeah, little scooter motorcycles. We see them in the city. Yeah. Yeah. They're motorcycles, but they're they're mini. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They just, they don't, I'll tell you this, they don't look threatening. Okay. They're not motorcycles. But I guess they were weaving in and out of traffic being jackasses and bumped his car, so he got out. And then got into it with one of the guys and started fighting him. And then these other people came over, which, you know, one was like a heavy set woman. They didn't look like a threatening biker gang. But it was a brouhaha. And then he got back in his car and took off. And then the, but he had his daughter in the car. Oh, you can't be jumping out of the no, car if your no. kid's in the car with you. You got to actually, that's the one time you really got to keep, even if, even if they're in the wrong, yeah. you really got to keep your cool when you got the kids yes. in the car. He's 59 years old. Mm. He looked pretty good. I'm sure he did. Fighting off a biker gang. Dude, a lot of people look really... It's yeah. why it's so bizarre right now. You see so many people dying in their 40s and 50s, as we've talked about, and yet you see this person, what, they're 63, and they look like that? That's what I understand. You Crazy. have people that look much younger than they should, or than you would think a 65-year-old looks, and then you have other people that are so super overweight. You're like, what? I know. Where, what's... Where are we? It doesn't seem to be an in-between. There's not much. I feel like I'm the in-between. You're the in-between guy? Yes, I feel like I'm the in-between guy. I am not nearly in the shape I should be in. I don't feel like I look old. Right. But I'm obese. (laughs) (laughs) Such a weird word. I am, though. I mean, I, you know, according to the guidelines, I am. What was the, you told me you had a story. So listen to this. Yeah. So this, I found this fascinating. This was in the New York Post on, um, it was last week when I was doing shows it was, so this was published on the 23rd, which was Friday. And I saw this after you had left when I was waiting to do nothing <laughs> to get out of here. And I actually uh, bookmarked it so I could come back to it. So this is the headline. Lost ancient colony off the coast of Australia that hundreds of thousands once called home discovered. Ooh, I love yes, that. Yes, this is fascinating. So scientists, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but... Scientists stumbled upon a massive forgotten colony off the coast of Australia that was once home to hundreds of thousands of people. Various artifacts and signs of human life were discovered on the northwest side of Sahol, located off the coast of the northern region of blah, 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 blah. Okay. The drowned piece of land was likely a thriving ecosystem during the late, I can't pronounce the word, period, which dates as far back as 2.5 million years 2.5 2.5 million years. And there were people running around it? Yes. That says um, this submerged landmass that still has buildings. Not, you know. Do like, they have photos? Um, I don't know if they're are these renderings. See, I can't tell what I'm looking at. I, okay. I, I think this is a photo, but it could be a rendering too. I don't know. Um, it said it was 250,000 square miles. 
more than 1.6 times the size of the United Kingdom, so it's it huge. Um, once thought to be a desert, was actually filled with habitable fresh and saltwater lakes, rivers, and streams, as well as large inland sea that could have supported between 50 and 500,000 people. And so, yeah, it says that it also served as a bridge for people to walk onto Australia before it became the massive island known today as it is today. And then you go on and read about it, and they find the artifacts like two and a half million years ago. I love that stuff. Fascinating. And, and nothing crazy. Like, there's no there's no signs of gigantic humans. It just looks like people lived and the the oceans overtook it. Yeah, I think there's so much we don't know about yeah. the history of the, the world. Yeah, the history of the world. And that well, there are a bunch of civilizations that we're unaware of. Yeah. It says about half the shelf uh, drowned between twelve and 9,000 years ago during the first two periods of rapid global sea level rise. That's the other thing. Like, we talk about now, like, global warming and... Uh, this has been going on forever. Apparently two and a half million years. Exactly. Right. Where the earth freezes over, then the earth thaws, then the earth floods these cities. And you know what always remains? The earth. You're right. The earth remains. Yeah. It cleanses, it douches itself. You just have to, and this is a morbid thing to say, but you just have to hope that you are not in the time period where another one of these human killing things happen. Correct. We're getting there, though. A lot of people are warning us that we're there. Yeah, but I think, you know, the idea of extinction, I think as long as man's walked the earth, I think they've thought about it. Right. To me, it's like the aliens. I'm not saying they aren't aliens, but I feel like man has talked about aliens for 250 years, if not longer. Where are they? So show yourselves, aliens. No, please don't. I'm good. Don't But you just got to hope that. In this tiny little pimple on the ass of the uh, the world that yep. we are here in this little infinite time, I'd prefer not to die that way. Yeah, you also do have to think like how old the like this is says two point five million yeah. years ago yeah, yeah. of of uh, and then our time on the planet is so infinite. Right. What are the chances we're going to be on the planet when this goes awry? Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping in my one hundred years uh, that it doesn't happen. Correct. Let me just die peacefully. Yes. And not hitting a golf ball off a tree. That's not what I mean. Right. You don't want to die that way. That'd no, be a I terrible don't. way to die. Yeah, awful. Although better than in a, some sort of like a tsunami type yeah, no, thing I'll that pass. takes over the I world. Don't want to die. You know what that fear must be like for the final moments of your life? No, thanks. Well, that's why they always talk about asteroids and. Yeah. Like they're just flying around right well, now. So that asteroids. was another one, though. It says that you brought that up. There was another article about an asteroid that's going to come as close to Earth. I think it's 20,000 miles it's going to pass by, like next year or two years from now. And it's calling, uh, what was the word it called it, uh, where it could make, again, humans extinct. Cataclysmic. And it wasn't cataclysmic, well, but it was something like word. that. Very good word. Um, and then you read the article, and it's like they're going to study it to pass on the information when it passes by again 3,000 years from now. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, ah, I'm not worried about years that. From now, yeah. Can we get through this week? Yes. Like, my God. So I thought that was actually pretty yeah, wild, too. Yeah, that's a good too. one. That was a good one. I, 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 I I'm going to look uh, I'm gonna look this up. Hopefully someone does something on, like, uh, YouTube about it. I'd like to see that. Maybe Joe Rogan will have a guest on about Maybe. it. Maybe. It's a very cool—so it was, it was an ancient city off the coast of Australia. 
Nice. Yes, and this article was just written literally last week. I'm going to check that out, Jerry. You check that out. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We did that this morning. Now, you're off the next two days? Oh, yeah, I am. I'll be in uh, Columbus, Ohio. I got CeeLo? Yes. Uh, I'll do the post game with Eddie. Okay. All right. So. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. Savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Hey, we're back. January 2nd, 2024. What is up? I have not seen the handsome Eddie Scazzeri in two weeks. Good to see you, sir. And across from me, his name is Al. Happy New Year, Dukes. What's up? Oh, good morning, Jerry. I've got uh, new headsets today. They're gigantic. They I don't are know big. What, yeah, I don't know what happened. I My old headsets were uh, broken, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start the new year out, right, Jerry? With you bought them? I did buy them. I wow. ordered them on uh, Amazon. They're gigantic. They're huge. I mean, they're fine. Yeah. They're comfortable. Yeah. But headsets keep getting smaller and smaller. I've got them the gig- most gigantic headsets ever. And your head's getting smaller. My head's getting smaller. Well, it looks like that with the big headsets. Uh, yes. with the I've got giant headsets, Jerry. But that's is what I always dreamed of when I wanted to be in radio. Gigantic pair of You got 19- big cans, Al. Yeah, big cans. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, did you Mur- watch a lot of sports when you were away? I watched a lot of. Uh, I watched the NFL while I was away. I didn't, All right. I didn't watch anything else. So you didn't watch the Pistons lose twenty eight straight games. Have they won? Since they have. I've, they, they have. Beat, uh, oh, they beat man. Toronto over the week on uh, Sunday night. Well, that stinks, or Jerry. Sunday, whatever it was, Saturday night. Saturday I, night. I was hoping that streak would continue no, while I was gone. No, that ended Saturday night. I feel like a lot of things happened in the the time I was gone, just one week. Well, it was a week and a half. I mean, if you think about it, Tuesday, uh, yeah, Friday, I guess Tuesday. With the weekends, yeah, that's true. You missed two weekends of football. There's a lot yeah, going on. Like a lot was going on. Like, like randomly, the Giants decided to end the Tommy DeVito fun we were Not having. Randomly, Jerry. he stunk. I, you know what? That was the right call. He mm-hmm. did. He he threw for nothing, fifty yards in Philly. I mean, it was enough. Yeah. And they, they took him out at halftime. And, I mean, uh, they put Tyrod Teller in. Jerry, 
the guys trying to make Paisan, passing Paisano T-shirts. Well, he can. That's chicken he, cutlet and Tommy. He can, he can still do that. He's just not going to be playing. How's he going to sell them if he's not on the field? That's why they had to strike while the fire was hot, as they say. And by the way, Tyrod Taylor throws a beautiful deep ball. He does. Beautiful balls. Yeah. Jerry, Darius Slayton twice. The one in the Eagle game and then the one against the Rams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like him, but it's, it's, it's the Giants, like, the, the red zone channel. Forgot the Giants were on. <laughs> I think the Giant fan forgot the Giants were yeah, on. Yeah, they occasionally would go, like, very rarely would go there. That was an exciting ending, though, at it least. It was. I mean, I would think, I, I don't know. I was watching yeah. the game. I don't know if they were going to it at the end. They did go to it at the end. I think they did it sort of like the thing they do on the Red Zone where they pretend they're going to it live, but they already know what happened. And sure. You yeah, know, well, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, of course. They try that. I like when Scott Hansen knows. He'd be like, well, let's check in on um, Raiders Falcons. And you're like, you're not someone just, scored or turned yeah, the ball over. You're not gonna. Are you gonna pretend now that you're just tuning in on a eighty-yard bomb? Right. No, you're gonna get a pitch to the right for two yards. Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. think so. That is true. So we had that. We had uh, in my time away, Jerry. The 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 Jets officially running it back with everybody. Right. Yeah. Woody Johnson said everybody's coming back. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. No, I not suppose. A surprise. But here's what I could tell you: if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. At any point during, the, I'm not putting them on, right? I would agree. I think we saw what happens this year. Like if, if nothing, if three games, four games, six games in, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, we cannot cover them on the radio station. No, unless they actually have a competent backup quarterback, as opposed to what they tried doing this year. But we know they're not going to do that. Uh, well, no, I think no. Listen, if you haven't learned from this year, then you're really dumber than we thought you were. I mean, like. And when I mean competent, I'm not saying him, but, you know, the Colts signed Gardner Minshew. You felt not good, but at least if the Anthony Richardson got hurt, you knew you had an NFL quarterback sitting there. The Jets went with the idea that this kid was drafted high and maybe with the time with Aaron Rodgers, this is going to work. Well, it didn't work. So they had better go out and get themselves a real quarterback next year. Yeah. And then pay him. Like, you're going to have to pay a, a legit backup quarterback next year. Like, And you've already heard it. It could be Tyrod Taylor. Who knows? For the Jets? Yeah, that's been out there. Oh, I didn't hear that, Jerry. That has been out there. I mean, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not putting I the Jets on if they I, get I can't. I got gotcha. can't do it, Jerry. And the Giants, I have no idea what to expect from the Giants Me next neither. year. Right? Me neither. I, have, no I don't know what they are. You'll go into next year, and while the draft, we'll see what they do, but you would think as we sit here right now that Daniel Jones will be this back as the starting quarterback next year. They will tweak the offensive line. They will get some more defensive help. And they need a wide receiver. The Giants need, uh, you know, they have some decent young receivers for sure. We thought Darren Waller, a tight end slash receiver, would be a help. And maybe next year he'll be more of a help, assuming he's still here. Uh, but they need, they need like a playmaking wide receiver. Like, a, I'm not saying Devontae Adams. It's someone like that. Like, the Cowboys needed CeeDee Lamb the other night to go off. He did. You know, this Puka Nakua from the Rams has been a fine. Like, the Giants need to find their superstar wide receiver. Yeah. I got to say, like, do you think, you know, uh, and I'm just been thinking about these things because we're heading into the final week of the NFL season, Jay. Yeah. Do you think, like, next J- July, August yeah. of this year, of 2024, are we going to be, are Jets fans going to be pumped? Depends on how the offseason goes. What if nothing changes? If nothing changes Other than Aaron and Trevor Rogers, Simeon is the backup yeah. quarterback and they don't get Devontae Adams because he likes being in Vegas now yeah. with Antonio Pierce. Uh, and if the roster is relatively the same, I think the 
the Jet fan that couldn't wait for Aaron Rodgers will still be excited for him to come play next year, but I think the large majority of New York football fans is um, is tired of it yes. and exhausted from it. Correct. And I think it will not be as exciting as it was going into this year. Right. And the Giant fan, again, depending upon what they do in the offseason, I think goes into next season saying, no idea. Correct. Don't know. Like, what would Vegas even set the Giants over under wins at? Uh, seven. Yeah, maybe. Seven right? and a half. Six and a half. Six maybe? and a half. I don't know. What do they want? Five remember, games? Remember? Yeah, they're five and 11. Yeah. <clears throat> remember even this year in the beginning, it was it was a weird uh, over under for wins for the Giants. And no one would be like, I don't understand. It was like seven and a half or something yeah. crazy. Well, I mean, I picked them to go nine and eight. So, and that would have been the over. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. If this hmm. team is the way it looks right now, I don't see it being much different. Yeah. Especially with if the division doesn't change much. Like Correct. If, if the Cowboys don't take a step back, if the Eagle, you know, roster wise and the Eagles don't take much of a step back, what changes if you're a giant? Like nothing. Nothing. No. Hmm. Another thing I've been noticing, Jerry, the last few weeks with the NFL. We've talked about the lack of tackling and the Oh, horrible. You know where it really you can really look at it is for whatever reason on an interception, no one wants to. Tackle. Oh, the offensive guys don't want to go tackle. They don't. They have no. Interest. Well, the receivers don't. We know that. I think the line, the lineman guys actually give an effort, and the like, quarterback ain't going to tackle anybody. I like every once in a while where a wide receiver looks pissed. Sure. On the interception and goes after a guy, and in the tackle tries to like punch the ball out and. Yep. Accidentally punches the the uh, cornerback, but it is so frustrating to watch. Like uh, the other thing, funny thing too, is that it happens in the NFL is a whistle doesn't blow. Mm-hmm. Like because it looks like a guy may have been down, but the whistle didn't blow. The they ref. have to do that because if the whistle blows, the play's over immediately. Yeah, so they don't blow a whistle, and everyone just quits on the play. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of usually a lot of indecision. Yeah, uh, guys don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, I don't know, Jerry. I would. I, I gotta. I gotta get some coaches on my team, whoever my team is. It changes week to week. Mm-hmm. That will teach tackling. Like I need a guy, not just pop a guy. Ruffle well, but it's, most, it's mostly the guys in the secondary. Yeah, it's the are. cornerbacks and the safeties. They like to put their shoulder into a guy and think they're yeah. going to knock them down. Like, you got to wrap up. The problem is these cornerbacks are got pencil legs. Because they're fast. The f- their legs are thick as pencils. They got to run. Well, at least that's what it looks like compared to the other guys. I'm sure if I put my pencil legs up against the NFL quarter, Right, well, you have child legs. Yeah, I have child mm-hmm. legs. That theirs would look large, of but on the they field, would. they look small. Yes, it's like when you see a, a guy in the NBA that looks like a tiny human, and then you <laughs> find out he's 6'2". <laughs> Maybe it's because, like, you know, running backs, you've got Tiki Barber running around here. They have thick thighs. You know what I mean? Like, because they are they need to use their legs. That's what our cornerbacks need, mm. thicker thighs. Because when you don't have thick thighs, you have no strength to Pretty sure their tackle. thighs are a little thicker than you think. Mm. Thicker than mine, perhaps. Thicker than you actually think they are, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. The problem is everyone's large on the football Correct. field. Large and, on the basketball and strong court. and fast, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it why really, we, we don't belong there. <laughs> yeah, it really throws you off. What well, throws me off? I don't know, Jerry. I was uh, looking ahead. I don't like to do this because we do cool games. 
but I think there's like some good, meaningful games week 18. Well, there better be. It's the final week. <laughs> Teams are deciding if they're going to figure out if they're going to the playoffs or not and seedings in, involved. I was looking at some of these playoff scenarios. The fact that there are like still teams that could get in the playoffs, oh, like yeah. you look at and you go, what? Mm-hmm. They've had a backup quarterback and they're Everybody's 500? had a backup quarterback. They've That's played true. 62 quarterbacks this year, I believe is the number now. Is 62. that right? 62. Jerry, how many teams are there? And you know what that goes to show you? All these stupid rules ain't working. Right. They ain't working. Let's go back to the 1980s where you could murder, practically murder the quarterback because less guys got hurt. It is unbelievable the amount of guys that get hurt now. Yeah. That is weird. Why is that? I I don't. I do not know. I honestly have no idea. I don't get it. You can barely breathe on a quarterback and they all get hurt. I don't know. I know real sports is shutting it down, but if they could do one last report and figure out why when we were able to clobber the quarterbacks, Less of them got hurt. Yeah, it's a good question. And again, it's the same thing we've talked about a million times. It's, it's to me, got to be the weight training. It has to be. Too much weights. I just think you're wound too tight, and you get a lot of these injuries that, and I don't mean the broken bones, obviously. That's different. But, you know, the groins, the quads, the hamstrings, all these different things. I it just. Yeah, I never pull a muscle. Me neither. Very lumpy and soft. <laughs> There's nothing to pull. That's why guys, that's why players in the '80s never got hurt. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're what what are the big muscles that always get torn? The well, the hamstring, the, the hamstring, yeah. for sure. Yeah, hamstrings. We the bicep, nice, the biceps tear. Yeah, nice soft, mushy hamstrings. Those will never yeah. pop on you. And you know what else never happened? No one ever tore their was it the intercostal? <laughs> yeah. And, that sounds like a place like when I retire, I might move to the intercoastal of Florida. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not the intercostal of my, you know, my body. Yeah. These guys are all down. shredded. Yeah. And so the muscles maybe tear easier. I don't know. I mean, it's what keeps you young and in shape, but it's also could be what gets you off the field. Yes. I don't know. Not one, good. And one for one of the first times ever, I was able to, you know, the Cowboys Lions played Saturday night. Yep. Standalone game. I'm pretty sure I remember. Yeah, I um I did not watch it live. Okay. But the next morning, Jerry, without hearing the la- last I really? heard it, yeah, the last I heard it was 7-3 Cowboys. I was okay. walking my dog and I like to um this is not creepy. I'm just giving you a heads up this is not creepy. Okay. This when, is not going to be good. When I'm walking my dog, when it's dark out and people are home and they don't pull their shades down, I like to look in their houses, That's see what's fine. going on. Yeah, all right. When I was walking my dog, I saw some somebody was watching Cowboys Lines. It was 7-3 Cowboys. I said, okay, I'm going to try not to peek into people's windows and see any more scores later on. I got up in the morning. Can I just ask why, yeah. why on a Saturday night with nothing going on, like why didn't you watch the game? Um, because I could only watch on my iPad because I don't have television. Oh, my God. Okay. I have NFL Plus, and they'll only <laughs> allow me to watch it on my iPad. <laughs> So I got you up. You are the, a prize, man. <laughs> I got up the next morning, Jerry, made my coffee and put on Cowboys Lions oh, condensed version, forty-five minutes, and I was able to watch that whole thing without knowing the craziness that went on at the end. It was wild stuff. I'm sure it was, especially if you had no idea what took place. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what took place. All I knew is it was seven-three at one point. The the thing about the end that bothers me is the idea because I, the way that game was going. Listen, I mean, the fact that the referee screwed up, which he did, is, but the, the fact that he declared that he announced the wrong player, 
shows he was confused. So he screwed it up, and the Lions should have taken the lead. But the one thing everyone's forgetting, there were still 23 seconds to go, and the Cowboys still had a timeout. And the kicker, who's 38 of 38 and has kicked from 59 yards. Part of me, when he got the two-point conversion, I said, all right, well, that sucks, but go win the game now. You're talking about one pass play. I actually think they still would have won the game, but the way that thing ended was just crazy. And they did stop him twice after that. So Yeah, and um, Dan Campbell said that they were trying to confuse the Cowboys. Yeah, no, I know. Well, he confused the referee. Yes. Now, they said, I was wondering how often that happens. He, Dan Campbell said that before the game, they were explaining to the referees they had some trick plays and, and, right. and what to look for. And if I'm the referee, I'm like, I'm... The game is just starting. Right. Get back to me when you're going to run your trick play. Well, I don't know if you're going to do it during the game. So that's one of those conversations they have. It heads up. I don't like those things anyway where you got to go like, oh, by the way, this 400-pound guy is eligible to catch a pass. You don't like the tackle eligible? But no, no. Like It should be like wherever you're lined up on the line, that guy is able to catch a right. pass. You know what I mean? Like if a 400-pound guy lines up a wide receiver, I don't need to report he's lined up as a wide receiver. These guys line up on the line, and they're allowed to catch a pass. I don't like it. Yeah, well, that's why you make the announcement so that the other team does know. And here's the other thing. This is what I would do if I was the referees. I would hold a press conference and be like, well, here's another problem. Everyone's got wacky numbers now. I don't know who's who on the field. How about that? Yeah, except he kind of lied afterwards. (laughs) He was covering his butt. What did he say that uh, no one that he the said, wrong say, guy? I, something I believe he said sixty eight did not report it was seventy. Like he stuck by it. The problem Numbnuts has is that there are four thousand cameras. That is a that problem. All show sixty eight going pointing to his jersey and the official looking at him and nodding. This is the he problem. got confused. No question, he got confused. The ref own it, just own it. I know these cameras suck. They catch everyone's. They- Cameras catch they everything. Catch every all of us in lies, Jerry. I tell you, uh, real quick, uh, the um, the Alabama Michigan game yesterday. Yeah, I actually watched not the whole game. I watched at least I'd say about a quarter, maybe even a quarter and a half, on because ESPN had seventeen broadcasts of this game. You could yeah. watch Pat McAfee. You could watch the regular broadcast. You could watch it with all the different camera. I watched the Skycast. No announcers. All you got was you could hear the PA feed. And it was the cable cameras. So you were watching it, for the most part, from behind the quarterback. And you could really? see the field. It was cool. I got to be honest. It was kind of neat. So they were running all different versions there of it? There were this? at least four versions of it. At least. I watched the version where it was uh, it was the game, no announcers, and just a whole bunch of Eddie drops. <laughs> that sounds the work to me. Yeah, so it was like uh, <laughs> Michigan would take a snap and be like, penis. Okay. That we'll, sort of stuff. We'll take a quick break. <laughs> When we come back, we got a lot more to do. And then Boomer and Gio are back for the start of year seven. Can you believe that right here on The Fan? What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 
right, 25 after 5. What is up, Boomer and Geo? Coming up at 6 o'clock. We've got you till then. What else, Al? What's going on? So we know uh, certain teams, Jerry, that are 100% in the playoffs, right? We do. We've got uh, in the NFC, one, two, three, four, five teams. Right. Got Niners, Cowboys, Lions, Lions. Eagles, mm-hmm. Rams. In the AFC, I've got four teams, Jerry. I've got Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, Browns. And amazing. The Bills can win the division or completely miss out. Yeah. It's amazing. Knowing these uh, five teams in the NFC, four teams in the AFC, Jerry. Yeah. Give me one Super Bowl matchup you know for a fact we will not be getting. What do you mean? Out of these teams here. Yeah. Give me a matchup that you're 100% sure we're not going to get for the Super Bowl. Uh, Okay. So I will say we 100% will not get. uh, Let's see here. I'm going to say that the Rams will not make it. Okay. As much as I like the story. Right. I I, I think they'll come up short. So we are not going Rams to see are out. a Rams. I only got four teams picked in the AFC. Yeah. Rams-Dolphins. We are not going to see a Rams-Dolphins. No. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter who I take in the AFC because I'm saying the Rams aren't going to make it. Right. So we won't see a rams And I'm only picking the Dolphins- because of the Chubb injury, um, because the way they got shellacked the other day in Baltimore, yeah, they that bothered me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I also don't think we're going to see a Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs are going to make it. I thought uh, I thought of this question for you because I thought after this weekend in particular and seeing things previous weekends, we are not going to see a Dolphins-Eagles Super Bowl. Uh, I would think not. The Eagles seem broken right now. They seem terrible. I mean, the way the way teams are running on them. I mean, the Cardinals ran the ball down their throat Sunday, um, and I mean they won the game, but they outgained them. Time of they did everything except score a little bit more than they could have. Yeah, you know. How about those pesky Cardinals, Jerry? Taking down your Cowboys this year, taking yeah. down the Eagles. Yeah, well, and when Other they did teams. it, when they did it with the Cowboys, it was Josh Dobbs. It wasn't even Kyler Murray, right? You know, so yeah, no, that's a weird team. I They're mean, very weird. Like we sit there and talk about if you're a Jet fan and a Giant fan, what do you think about going into next year? You're a Cardinals fan. Like, what are they? It's a strange team. Yep. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But you're right. I, I would agree the Eagles will not be in the Super Bowl this year. But yeah. then again, I, you know what? The way they pulled out games earlier in the season, it also wouldn't shock me if you know. I, I don't know. I, nothing surprises me in this league anymore. It really doesn't. I did look. Because assuming the Cowboys beat the Commanders, which who the hell knows? Right, that mean, is not a big – you can't no, assume these who things. Knows? It's a division game. It's a road – who knows? But uh, assuming they do actually win the game and they get – now they would get two home games in the playoffs. If they win you know, one, they get the second one. It would set up Cowboys-Niners in the NFC Championship game. And I said to my wife the other day, two days ago, I said, I hope you don't mind. I said, but I got to go. Like if that happens, I'm going. And she looked at me. I'm like, I will fly Sunday morning, and I will come back right after if I have to take a Monday off. Like, that's like my childhood, coming full circle. I got to go. Yeah, got to go. And then I looked and saw that Rutgers plays Purdue on that Sunday. (laughs) So I won't be going. I thought (laughs) Rutgers played Purdue on Saturday. I didn't realize. I'll cover that Rutgers game for you. You want to do the game? Yeah. I'm sure they'd love to have you. Yeah, I I can do that. I'm sure they'd love to have you. I'm like, Jerry Recco is in uh, San Francisco. Here's... uh... I'll be like, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, people. I didn't, I didn't have time to learn the names. Right. So this is why it will not be you. 
And I'm not going to be going because, again, that's oh, a man. big game and it's a Sunday. I don't know why in my head I thought that was a Saturday game. And I'm like, that'll be perfect. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do Rutgers-Purdue, and then I'm flying 6 a.m. I'm flying to San Francisco. I'm going. Hmm. And that didn't happen. Jerry, what do you think the likelihood is in looking at these same nine teams? Yeah. Lions-Browns. That would um, be a cool Super Bowl. I, just oh, because baby. of the history of things, yeah. very unlikely. But we've also had a Cubs-Indians World Series. Yes! So if there was ever a year for that to happen, this is the year. Let's I'm go. I'm for that. i tell you what's funny, and especially listening to uh, some of the national talk shows, watching some on TV, the Browns have a problem. They have a, they have a quarterback problem. Because it certainly seems like, and we're not watching it every week, but from everything I've read, watched, listened, that this team has and offensively has hummed along a lot better with Joe Flacco than it did with Deshaun Watson. They won games. It's not like with it's not like with Deshaun Watson they were a bad team. They were still good, but offensively it just wasn't quite what they were hoping it would be. And then Joe Flacco comes in off of retirement or wherever he was, just not playing, and they are just man. And there's a lot of people that are like you got to bring Joe Flacco back next year. And I can do what? Sit down the two hundred and fifty million dollar quarterback. It's it's bizarre. It is very bizarre. I hope we get that. Cleveland, Detroit, I tell you, not that I'm a fan of either team, yeah. but as a storyline, that would be something. That would be. That'd that be wild stuff in Las Vegas, Jerry. So you you would Woo. pick Dan Campbell's Lions to go into San Francisco and beat them in the <laughs> yes. NFC Championship. They're a tough team. Nothing would shock me. Well, here's what we got. they got to do, Jerry. The Lions, they've got to play dirty. They'd have to knock out Brock Purdy. Well, yes, if he doesn't get knocked him. out in the divisional round, yes. Correct. That, that is right, true. That's the other thing we don't know about, Jerry, these injuries, especially that's I- true. in the first week of the playoffs. Might also get a Cowboys-Lions divisional game. Cowboys, yes. If both teams won. Because the Lions are, what, three, right? I believe so, yes. So if the Lions are three, they would first have to get past Matthew Stafford and the Rams, and that is not going to be easy. That's just not. Stafford going back to Detroit. Yeah. The Cowboys would have to... Assuming they, again, the big assumption, because who the hell knows with this team. But if they win this week in Washington, they would then have to go out and play, well, whoever's the seven. The two-seven matchup would be Seattle right now, I think. Does that sound right? That does sound right. So they'd have to win that game first, and then you would have the rematch with the Lions from the two-point failed try and botch up with the referee. Why would Nick Sirianni, the Eagles head coach, Say that they're contemplating resting. I have no idea. I don't know against the Giants. When well, my only guess is that they he doesn't have too much faith in the Cowboys losing in Washington. He's not figuring that the Commanders have much of a chance in that game, which I don't know why you wouldn't. Yes, that's strange. I also don't like the idea. I don't like resting players. Period. I don't. Um, not going. I think there's too much to be for momentum and for. I just think sometimes you come out rusty. Then when you don't when you take a week off. So I would rather see them play if it was my team. But they're still playing for seeding. Like, you can still win the division. It's not out of the realm of possibility that the Cowboys lose to the Commanders. So I don't know. Now, if you told me you're playing the game at MetLife Stadium and you see the Cowboys are up 17-0 start of the third quarter, at that point, fair. I might pull everybody. That's okay. But the idea that I would go into that game and rest my players makes no sense to me at all. Yeah, that was a very strange... Could you imagine if he did that and the Cowboys lost? Right. I mean, huh? Yeah, then they lose to the Giants because they rested players and the Cowboys lost to the Commanders. Yeah, it was just weird. I don't know. Very strange. Yeah. 
And then Sunday night, we get the the big Bills-Dolphins for the AFC East. And that's in Miami, correct? Um, yeah, it has to be because the, yeah, they beat them in Orchard Park earlier yeah. in the season. How about that? So you said it's possible that the Bills don't make the playoffs. I believe so, yeah. I believe the Bills could miss out. I, a lot has to go right. Yeah, so they I'm would know by Sunday night, though. So the Bills right now are 10 and 6. They're the sixth seed, right? Yes. Below them. So I, my guess would be Houston. Houston's 9 and 7. Pittsburgh's 9 and 7. So those two teams are right now out of the playoff picture. I don't know head to head who played who. If I just look at conference record, though. Houston is six and five, Pittsburgh six and five, and Buffalo is six and five. So if Buffalo lost, they'd go to six and six. And then if those teams won, they would be seven and five. I would imagine, again, I don't know the head to head. So if you got to go to conference record, then they would, either of those teams wins, then they have a better conference record than the Bills. Were you shocked at how much the Ravens beat the Dolphins by? Uh, yes and no. I, 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 yes, if you just looked at the final score, I think it was stunning. The the, the Dolphins played like crap, turned the ball over left and right. I, I don't know. Do so you think they just had a bad off game? I, well, the fourth, they got murdered in the fourth, fourth quarter. Remember the storyline, I don't know if you were watching, but the storyline going into that fourth quarter was last time they were in Baltimore, the Dolphins scored 20-something points and stunned Baltimore to win. Well, the Ravens made sure that didn't happen. And then when they got the lead, they just basically stomped on their throat. And I think there was a little bit of, all right, this game's over for Miami. Not that I don't say they quit, but mm, there wasn't much there. Not uh, much effort. No, and Tua looked terrible. He did look Tyreek Hill dropped that. T- I thought the, the touchdown pass he dropped was a huge drop uh, in, that, in the end zone. Yeah, and it was weird. He he didn't act like it was a huge drop. I don't know if he was just oh, trying to. He was laughing. To, yeah. Yeah, I think that's just a defense mechanism. You know, it was, second, was his second quarter? Was that yeah, the it was second early. quarter? Yeah, it was early. I know it was the first half. I think it would have put them up 14 or would have tied it at 14. They either would have gone up 14-7 or would have tied it at 14-14. I forget. And instead they settled for three. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember his reaction. But then, yeah, it was early in the game. And that, whenever I would see somebody do something like that, I always think like, ooh, they know they are going to get more opportunities. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, he's Tyreek Hill. Like, Patrick Mahomes does that sometimes, where he looks like he throws an interception and is like, big deal. Right. I got 25 more pass plays coming up. (laughs) Right. I'm getting that ball back and off. No problem marching it right down the field. Yeah, that is true. Now, we also get, Jerry, this week, the Jets-Patriots matchup. Great. Which, you know, this could be Bill Belichick's final game as a Patriot head coach. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Yeah, I saw Brian Flores' name out okay. there now as like a, a name that people say could take over, but you're thinking maybe he sticks I around. I, there's too much. There's too many rumors now that you know the last couple of weeks you've heard maybe it's not the end. He doesn't want to go anywhere. I mean, I don't know. I, I have no you idea. You wouldn't be surprised either what, way. What I could not believe was the report Sunday that said the Bears are bringing back Eberflus. <laughs> what? Yeah. Him? He's back, baby. Okay. Woo! I mean, I, all right. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. And they get the number one pick, the Bears. They have two picks in the top ten. Wow. Yeah. How about that? You think they're taking that Caleb Williams? Fella? I have not, well, he can't play here, you said, so maybe he can play in Chicago because that's a much easier market. <laughs> Please. Well, I, I don't know. I there there were a few players that said the locker room would have a revolt if Justin Fields wasn't the quarterback next year. Oh, they love like him. they love Justin Fields. And he has played better. I mean, he's played well. 
Man, um, when I when I turned on Red Zone on uh, Sunday, Jerry, and I saw the, the snow, snow, I thought of oh, you. I man. did think of you. Like this is a game, regardless of who's playing, that Al would be watching. That yeah, I was suddenly interested. Yes. And then at some point, it stopped snowing. And then, then it, it was snowing heavy again. Yeah, it was snowing heavy again. It was pretty cool. I like when Atlanta's lining up for field goals. Like yeah, first of all, they don't want to play in this weather, and Young Way Koo is not making this, and he missed two of them. He missed two field goals yes, in the he, snow. Yes, he did. I had heard we might be getting snow this weekend. On Sunday. Really? Yeah, yeah. Eddie heard that as well. Uh. It could just be News 12, like, getting all super excited. It's too early to make the call. It depends on where it tracks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Don't blame nothing. Forecast for our area, I think, is any if it tracks for snow, 3 to 12. So a big range still. Hmm. Too early. Too early to tell. Too early. You can't worry about it, Jerry. It's and this too is early Saturday night into Sunday. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that makes it bad. better. I thought when you said Sunday, I'm thinking Sunday and the Monday. That's what and I here thought. we go with this mess. Okay. Okay. So Saturday, because I got to come back from Iowa Saturday afternoon. Might be flying into a snowstorm. Oh, great. Very dangerous. Can't Jerry. wait. All right. We got to take a break. When we come back. We got a whole more new. And then we got Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right. Matchbox 20 on a Tuesday morning. Nice to have you with us. Quarter to six. The Rainmaker, and what do you think about OG Ananobi? Well, <laughs> I did see that the Knicks made a big trade. Yeah, I was just kidding with you. I never heard of that guy. No, I, you don't watch the NBA. That doesn't shock me. In fact, I wasn't even sure how to say his name. OG Ananobi. OG is his actual yes, first name? You, you don't call him Og. OG. OG Ananobi. OG Ananobi. Yeah. Good, a good player. A very good player. But they got rid of two guys I actually did hear. Of. Yeah, sure. R.J. Barrett and, and Emmanuel Quick. Well, and Barrett was, and I, I forgot he was from Toronto. So he played, they played last night. They won the game. Uh, I think they beat Cleveland. I forget. But um, he got a, st- like, it was a hero's welcome. I mean, so excited that they got him. And he's excited to be there. I liked Barrett. I mean, I know some will say he underachieved. I thought he was a good player and getting better. Uh, and quickly contract issues. But, you know. Very, you know, Nick's got a really good player. I just, and I know this is step one of another one they need to make. I feel like it's very lateral, though. Now, was this a very big surprise when this went down? I think it was. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know I was doing, I was doing the Rutgers game on Saturday when Matthew texted me, and I was like, they they traded what for who? I was like, wow, okay. And my first thought was, no joke. My first thought was that was really surprising. Yes, I was surprised. <laughs> Eddie's back. <laughs> my my thought was Barrett and Quickly give you, I mean, almost 40 points a game. I know Ananobi's a nice player. He ain't giving you 40 points. So, like, all right, where are they making up the scoring from? Well, I mean, if Julius Randle's going to score 40, then they're good. But, um, but yeah, I mean, this is, again, the first move of what's to come, I guess. Is this something you announced during the Rutgers game? No. No, they didn't, they didn't acquire LeBron James. No. Would you have brought that up? If they uh, yes, I probably would have. All right, so you did have to make a call in your head. You're like, hmm. No, it was no call at all. It had nothing to do with Rutgers, and it's not that big a deal. But it is basketball. It is basketball, but no. Let me ask you this. What if LeBron James was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks yes, while I you were doing the yeah, Rutgers we, game? Yes. You if LeBron got traded anywhere, we would okay. have to. I would make mention of it for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Is there another player that would also? Yes, if the Knicks acquired Joel Embiid from the Sixers. That would come up. Or if they acquired Anthony Edwards All from right. the T-Wolves. I mean, there are certain things where you'd be like, wow. That but, wasn't a, that was a, huh, okay. But OG Ananobi, not 
enough of a big name no, 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 to was, break no. into Rutgers basketball. No, no. Okay. Did you see the owner of the Carolina Panthers? David Tepper. David Tepper. Tossed, this guy seems like a tool, huh? Yeah, a real tool bag, Jerry. Tossed a drink into the stands where some Jaguars fans were. Yeah, I think he should be suspended. Hmm. Suspended what? Like, what would that mean for I don't, to be suspended? Uh, uh, not allowed to attend his next game, his team's next game, and he gets fined. Because if a player if a player goes over to the sideline and throws a bottle of water at the fans, he's probably getting suspended and fined. So treat the owner the same way. I say treat the and owner. And it's worse, actually. Yeah, because they're the owners. Yes. They're not in the heat of the game. I agree. I totally agree. Not in the heat of the moment. Yeah. They better do something, and they supposedly it's going to – should come down today because they wanted to good they swift, should jerry good and then the other thing was the uh that jets player michael clemens what did he do he was uh there's a video of him pointing individually at at browns fans okay and yelling getting their attention and then when they would look over he would yell blank you oh and then oh. he'd get to the next person people were at very, what point in the game was this this is at the end when they were they were when they were getting killed yeah when they were getting right. killed that's awesome i guess they were rising them jerry so okay. he uh individually that game i know you were off i don't even know if you watched the 12 minute highlight package i did watch the, the highlight package i mean when it came out that amari cooper was not playing i'm thinking you know what this is going to be a good game i mean just awful yeah just awful and i and then they did a cup. They did some good things. Trevor Simeon made a few good passes. I'm not going to say it was all bad, but at the end of the day, give me a break. I mean, come on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, it's it. We I we can't turn them on next well, you, year. You won't have to. You won't. I mean, you don't turn them on anyway. You watch the red zone. That's true, Jerry. So, but if they had Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> really I'm, won't apply to you. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> if they have Aaron Rodgers, I'm interested. I got you. I mean, you also call yourself a Cowboy fan, and you watch the game the next morning because you don't get Channel 7. <laughs> I mean, you want to say you don't get cable. That's one thing. Go get a damn antenna and watch the game. Those antennas don't work yes, for me. Yes, they do. They don't. I'm, I'm too far away. Really? Yeah. Well, that sucks. Getting an Using one of those flat HD antennas, they don't do They They are phenomenal for me. squat for me. I mean, I use it outside all the time. I'm out here with an iPad trying to watch the Cowboy Lion game. That is embarrassing. Just let me watch the NFL Plus on my television. Why didn't you watch it on the iPad? That's. I'm with you. I'm not. I can't watch things on my phone. I I understand, but I also know that was a big game Saturday. It was a big game. You know what? I can't. I can't. I've gotten so used to watching the games in 15 minutes. It's such a pleasure. All right. To not have to sit through the commercials. Well, over you and over again. Would have taken fifteen minutes to get through the three two point conversions and the right, confusion. Right, that's what I mean. It's like I, I, I don't, I don't want to. But I don't you wanna... watch those those uh, recaps on your iPad. I do because it's a short. I don't need to. I'm, it's not, not three hours. Yeah, and I'm understand. not stopping down for commercials. I'm just plowing right. I got. Through. I totally understand. I got it. I mean, yeah, I got it. I want all sports to be like that now. Did you watch that fourth quarter game that didn't have the commercial breaks? No. You were excited about that. I was initially, but that was a bad game. I forget who it was. I don't remember. Oh, and that was only on uh... Amazon Prime? No. Is that what that was? No. That was the Peacock oh, game. Oh, PA. I don't get Peacock. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But okay. you would get it on the NFL Plus subscription, but again, iPad only. Got it. So, no. Not interested. You're out. I'm sick of all these places. Yeah, Peacock. No, we're not getting Peacock. No, I'm not. They have a playoff game. They have I a think. playoff game. I think. They do. Yeah. 
um, no one's getting it. They're going to get a scrub playoff game. So they're going to get like, you know. If they want to make it work, you put the Cowboys on. Yeah. That, oh, my God, Jerry. That's how you make it, or you put yeah. Patrick Mahomes on, or people, something that people want to watch. People will be furious. Yeah. Don't give us. I, you're going to get a Texans, or if the Steelers get in, or if the Colts get in, you're going to get one of those so, well, but here's Steelers, the thing, Jags. But here, but, <laughs> no, no, but, but that wouldn't be the case, because those are lower-rung teams. Mm. So whoever they would play, so if the way it sits right now, the Colts would be that dolty number seven. Yeah. They'd be playing the Dolphins right now. Oh, man, the Dolphins have a, a huge problem. following. And if the Bills win, it would be Colts Bills. I mean, you're not going to get Texans. Texans Steelers ain't happening. Whatever it, the worst game is, whoever yeah. like the NFC. You know uh, what the problem South is with winner. that though, Eddie? I don't know that. Yeah, I all right. Yeah, I, you want to say, but even if you get Bucks Eagles, it's yeah, you still get you the Eagles. Watch. Yeah, I don't know that you're going. I don't think you're going to have that scrub first round matchup. People don't like the greed. Of the sure. NFL and sports. Yeah. They're greedy. They're all greedy. Well, first of all, society's greedy. Yes. So let's, everybody that complains about them being greedy is a greedy pig themselves. So Good point, Jerry. I mean, really? We're but all greedy. I do agree. Sometimes enough's enough. And sports is a microcosm of that. Yeah, absolutely. Like people are getting upset about the Yankee games being on Apple TV, and that's a random one out of 162 games. This would be an NFL playoff game yep, on, on for the sure. Peacock. Yes. Which, by the way, it doesn't take that much to sign up and get it, and then you can cancel right after the game. It's yeah. not – you can do that. It's the principle. I agree, and I'm not one the streaming. I've gotten used to the Amazon games. That's fine. But it is a bit of a nuisance. And we all know Peacock's going away. That's not going to survive. I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about the streaming industry yeah. and sports in particular and that sort of thing. This Paramount Plus, not not going great. Really? I spend my $12 a month yeah. on it. Yeah. They're looking to merge with um, Warner Brothers Discovery. Okay. Peacock is not doing all these. these Peacocking. The problem the problem is is everyone wants to be Netflix, but they don't have enough programming. And you know what's so funny? I'm ready to cancel Netflix. Uh, there's nothing on Netflix that interests me anymore. Yeah, I, I yeah, it, it's not a lot. Like I have one thing, and yeah. then I watch it, and I'm like, now and what it's else? Twenty, you got? it's up to twenty five bucks a yeah. month. They're on the Netflix is on the border of pricing themselves out of my house. Well, this is what they're saying. All these places like Peacock and Paramount Plus, instead of having their own streaming platforms, which doesn't work for them. They just got to license those programs to Netflix. Then we all have one place to go. You're making money by selling your your programming to Netflix. But then isn't Netflix just like having cable then? If the price continues to go up and they get more and more programming? I suppose it could be. Although I guess it's also an alternative. So Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will wrap things up and get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now we get you to Amy Lawrence with an Odyssey Sports Minute on the college football. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, left, the guy's getting ready to start year seven. What else, Al? You know, we complain, Jerry, that uh, NFL is on uh, Thursday night. Yeah. They have Saturday games. They do Sunday, Sunday night, Monday. I was kind of looking for NFL games yesterday. Uh, yeah, well, you had two college football games. Yeah, I can't get into the I know. Football. I understand. I got gotcha. you. I can't no get No Monday into night game next week either because you have the college football national championship game, and it's the final week of the season, so it's yeah. over. On Sunday, I feel like the NFL, like the last two weeks of the of the year, they're like, eh, eh, no Monday night games. 
we're cutting. We're starting to cut our uh, schedule. What's wrong? You didn't like the Christmas Eve game, the Christmas Day games. I mean, it's enough, no, honestly. I, yeah, I did like having them on just in the background. We get Saturday games. I mean, that's yeah. a little different. We get Saturday games this week yeah, too, for sure. So it's not so bad. I think you have two of them, right? Four thirty and eight thirty yeah, on 4:30 Saturday and eight thirty. So you don't get Monday, but you get two on Saturday, full boat on Sunday. That's and I good. think I think the Saturday night game means something. It's uh, Texans. Uh, well, Colts already established that they're fighting for a playoff spot. Exactly. WFAN, exactly. WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.